In case you haven't heard by now, the foreign exchange market, also known as the Forex market, averages over $6 billion in currency moved around on a daily basis. It's much bigger than the stock market, open 24 hours a day, and the most liquid trading opportunity available. For years, while most of us were taught about the stock market and traditional ways to invest, new wealth was being created on the Forex side. And now, it's time to get familiar with the unfamiliar. Tune in to Day Trading Forex with Jarrell Coleman on podcasts and YouTube to get yourself up to speed and possibly making money right from your cell phone. All right, welcome to today's episode, Trading Forex with Jarrell Coleman. Today, we're going to be talking about trading Forex signals. It's a very popular topic. Uh, most new traders that come into the industry get started by copying and pasting signals that they get from a company or an individual with the interpretation that is going to make them money on a consistent basis. So that's what I want to talk about with you guys today. So the first thing you want to understand about trading Forex signals is not every trade is going to be a winner. Now, even though most services will either advertise their results or put out some kind of disclaimer letting you know that you are subject to losses, and to protect your assets at all times, use proper risk management, et cetera, et cetera. But I find that a lot of new traders sign up for signal services with uh, incorrect expectations of what's going to come next. And you can get discouraged if you approach trading signals the wrong way. So I want to talk about that. With not every trade being a winner, you don't necessarily just want to copy and paste every single signal that you can. So the reason for that is if you're trying to get a similar success rate as the source, let's say I'm the signal caller and I'm correct or my winning percentage is around 70%, that 30% that I'm losing if you are only taking 50% of my signals, depending on what time you're available to trade, what your schedule looks like, uh, when you are paying attention to the notifications ETC, your success rate is going to be completely random and very different than my own because you may be picking from the 30% rather than the 70%. So if you're not going to copy every, and I mean every single signal that comes through, you're going to have to do some work on your own if you want to get the results that you're looking for. And if you're saying to yourself right now that I plan on copying all the signals, that's why I signed up. One thing you want to keep in mind is that a very high volume of signals would normally come. It, of course, it's going to depend on who you're dealing with, but a good amount of signals could come during the London session. And if you're in the U.S. listening to this right now, your Eastern Standard Time, 
That means from 3 a.m. to 10 a.m. or from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m., you could you could miss a good amount of signals. Uh, all over on the West Coast, it would be midnight to uh, about 6 a.m. or 3 a.m. to 7 a.m., same thing, just different time window. But you're going to miss a lot of signals during the London session if that's when you normally sleep. And everybody has a window that they sleep in. Nobody's up 24-7. So you, you just can't really expect to catch every single signal from a signal service. So the way to properly trade a Forex signal is when you receive it, you want to analyze it. If the signal is telling you to enter a buy on Euro USD, meaning that it's either hitting the area of support and getting ready to bounce off that in the upward direction, you profiting off of the buys, or it's probably getting ready to break through an area of resistance, you want to take a look at the chart and find as much evidence of that uptrend that you can find prior to entering that signal. If you see the signal for buy on Euro USD and you look at the chart and it doesn't look like it's trending up to you on enough time frames, you might want to pass on that signal and analyze the next one. Or you might want to put that signal to the side until the proper buy structure presents itself. Maybe they, they're just getting in on the trade a little earlier than you prefer to. And then you can find a different threshold for entry than the signal. You don't necessarily have to use the same entry recommendation. You can just aim for the target profits. And we're going to talk about that next with should I still get in the trade? Once you receive the signal, it might be 5, 10, 15 minutes after the fact. And you may have missed a little bit of opportunity. You're trying to figure out, should I jump in on this trade or should I wait for the next signal? And just ignore this one. So what you're going to be looking at when you receive a trade signal, hopefully anyway, they would give you the date. They may or not give you the time. Of course, they're going to give you the pair, let you know if it's a buy or sell, if it's market execution limit order. But they have to give you an entry price to let you know what price they entered the trade. They're going to give you a stop loss to let you know where they recommend you cutting the trade off worst case scenario, which would mean you wouldn't lose any more money past this point if the trade moved in the wrong direction against your position. And then they're going to give you target profit recommendations. They may give you one. They may give you a set of target profits based on different areas of support or resistance that need to be broken for the next level or the next target profit to be hit. So once you receive the signal, the first thing you want to do is look at the pair and the entry price. Once you have the pair and the entry price, you open up your MetaTrader 4, go to the chart, open up that pair and see where the current price is compared to the entry price. So let's just say, for example, we're looking at NZD USD. And the entry price is 0 0.5996. If the current price is above 
5996 and this was a buy signal we already know the price is headed in the direction that the signal predicted it to so you would be looking to see how much opportunity you have to capitalize on at this point whether it's been five ten minutes or even an hour if the target profit hasn't been triggered yet there is still opportunity to get in on that trade so let's say the target profit the first target profit is still 15 pips away from our current price that would mean there's 15 pips of opportunity for you to take this signal even though you may have missed 10 to 20 pips already just by getting to the signal late we know that there is another 15 pips to be made prior to hitting the target profit so as long as you looked at the charts and everything looked good to you for buy structure you would enter a buy in on that trade use the target profit this 15 pips away and either use the recommended stop loss or an adjusted stop loss based on the fact that the price is no longer in the same area as it was when the signal was called. So it's usually best to determine your own stop losses based on your uh, comfort level. If you're going to use a stop loss that's closer to the price than the signal recommends, just keep in mind that is at your own risk. You may be taking a law, an unnecessary loss if there is a retracement. Because if a stop loss is suggested, it means that that is the area of support or resistance that should hold the current trend in check. So it's best to you, it is best to use that or go further than that to be safe, but you always have to equivalent that to what's going to make sense for you lot, lot size wise for your risk management equation. So you don't. You don't over exert yourself because you're trying to use a recommended stop loss with a certain lot size. If the recommended stop loss is too expensive, it usually means you need to decrease the lot size you're trading with to be able to afford to get into that trade. So never just copy a stop loss with a certain lot size because that's what the signal said. You have to do your own risk management and make sure you're not exceeding the percentage of risk that you need to exceed in order to keep a good risk reward ratio and have a successful day or a successful week and just continue to compound your account over time. And you do that by not over leveraging your account and using lot sizes that are too big for the stop losses that are recommended for you when you're using the trading signal service. So I'm pretty sure I covered everything I wanted to talk to in reference to trading these Forex signals. I hope you guys enjoyed this, learned something from it. I hope it's hopeful for, helpful for you in the future with your Forex trading. If you have any questions whatsoever on Forex trading signals, or what they are, how they work, where to find them, feel free to connect with me on Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com slash Coleman 13 You can also find me on Instagram, trading FX with Jarrell Coleman, and Twitter, 
trade in FX with Jarrell Coleman. So connect with me on social media. I'm always happy to answer questions. And as always, I really appreciate you guys tuning in to this podcast and taking the time to listen to what I have to say. So there'll be a lot more content to come. Stay tuned.